Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tremaine Edmonds, former Bills, coverage linebacker, getting ridiculous amount of money. $18 million a year average for a linebacker, for a coverage linebacker, as good as Tremaine Edmonds is. This is insane. Like, I, I always hate saying this because... I do think that really great coverage linebackers matter in the NFL, and it's. But to me, it's like the last thing you need to have in your defense, like it, in the pantheon of valuable things. Give me a shutdown corner or even a really good number two corner over a great coverage linebacker. Give me, give me a, uh, give me that second edge rusher, right? Give me that uh, Olivier Vernon. Over the coverage linebacker. Give me a great interior pass rush. Good interior pass rush. Over a great coverage linebacker. I just I can't believe the amount of money that's just kind of being thrown you out say there. say that every year this time of year. Who's we? I don't say that. I mean, on radio shows and national television, it's like, I can't believe the amount of money they're throwing these guys. It's like, well, yeah, you know, it goes up every year. Yeah, but usually that's across the board. That's like a generalized statement. This is specific to off... Like... Because cause the reason it doesn't make sense that like Foye Aluakon, who was a coverage linebacker, got paid like $80 million last year by Jacksonville. And like Matt Milano, who I think is a better player, his deal isn't commensurate with that. So it's so if all so I guess the point is edge rushers, mm-hmm. whatever Yannick Ngakwe is going to get in Cleveland, he's probably going to get in Vegas. <laughs> whatever, right. like when you go to any most positions, it's pretty much. The best players at specific positions all paid in kind of the same ballpark. For some reason, coverage linebackers, you got guys making $18 million a year annually, and you got guys making $10 million a year annually. I guess the greatest discrepancy of players who are like the same level of players. That's the greater point. I hear you. I mean, I feel like we did in the NBA, though, too. We're like, oh, my God, they're, they're paying, you know, Caldwell Pope is making this much money? Are you kidding me? God, we got to get in that cold. Well, they, the KCP I want, I want money. I want the KCP money. Because like, he just and, makes money. And you know what? In fairness, he's actually developed himself into a nice NBA player. But he is. As average of average NBA players can make. Here's, here's KCP. He's 30 years old. Here's his money. He's made in his entire damn career. And I'm stalling because for some reason this stupid website isn't working the way I need it to. Thanks, Thanks for nothing, Spot Track. It's a dude who right now is on a three-year, $39 million contract and has made like $75 million in his career. For guys like a good NBA player. That's like the Andrew Wiggins thing. Andrew Wiggins was the number one pick in the draft and only recently, oh, by the way, $88 million for KCP. If he retires after this, he will have made $120 million in his career. That's good life. Like Andrew Wiggins, last year was the first year where he was a legitimate, really good two-way player mm-hmm. in the NBA. And the guy got another contract extension. By the, if he retires after this next contract, he'll be like 32. 
he will have made like $300 million. Not worth it. Now, in the NFL, I'm sorry. The NFL is different for me. You can be overpaid in the NFL, and I cannot begrudge you because right. that's, mar- that's what a team paid you to go there. And the difference is you're risking your neck and your knees and, and honestly, your brain. Like the kind of damage you take on, get every cent you can. I can't even – I can't be I mad. Would. It's like this whole thing with, with the Deshaun restructuring thing. Oh, is he even worth it? Duh, dummy. That's a conversation we have about every quarterback, not just the guy who got traded for during the midst of a huge scandal where he got suspended for 11 games. You literally, we're, we're going to do this every quarterback outside of Mahomes. The second Mahomes got mm-hmm. paid, we all just looked at it and said, oh, yeah, that's a steal. Guy got, pay, guy, guy got a 10 year, $400 million deal, and we're all like, eh, I probably should have held out for more money. <laughs> Him and Joe Burrow, every other quarterback, Dak, is he worth the money? Derek Carr just got signed. Is he worth the money? Jimmy Jimmy G got what was it forty six seven million? Four, I think forty five guaranteed. Forty five guaranteed. There's a guy who's been a starter in the NFL six years, high quality starter. Ah, is he worth it? It is. It is a year to year basis. It's what makes the reaction. And here's the other thing. Did you care that the Browns had to restructure this deal one year in? Because I. Because I've seen people paint this, and I'm just I'm just gonna make fun of it because it media members play into this all the time. Oh, what does this say about the contract? Nothing. It says that they ripped up this year and that they moved the money around. That's all it is. It's just fudging the numbers. Right. That's all it is. It doesn't mean the deal's already uh, that they're already regretting the deal. It doesn't. And well, the other thing. Well, why would Deshaun do this? Because he he gets his money one way or another. And it allows them to field a more competitive team around him. Of course, he's going to do it. Of course, they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I just I just feel like the money in the NFL, and maybe in the NBA to some degree, I feel like it's kind of become, it's just become something to bitch about. Like, if, if Deshaun had had a great six games and they restructured this, the same people complaining about it now would be the same people going like, Oh, this is bad. Why are we doing this? They would love it. They would love it right now if he had just played well in those six games. It would make this offseason go so much differently. And whether it be we overreact, like if he had just played significantly above average Mm -hmm. for those six games or even had a couple of really, really good games and they won, I think we'd be looking at this offseason completely different. Instead, we're like in limbo. I... I understand that. I, I I absolutely am right there. I think I think what I realized, probably around the Washington game, where I thought I thought he was really, really good for most of that game. And, and honestly, maybe it was before that in the Saints game. Mm-hmm. If he didn't look like a franchise quarterback, people were gonna meaning across all six games or at or at some point for a sustained measure of time, multiple games in a row. People were gonna freak out about that because that's just what we do. Like, and it's it's why when people like uh, Pete Smith, who we all know and love, Pete tweeted out today, "Let's wait for the contractual details." No, nobody waits for the contractual details. It's not what it's not what's fun about being a fan. Being a fan is uh, is overreacting. It just is. I would like to point out, by the way, speaking of being a fan, 
Um, I just tweeted out a screen grab. Right now, what's trending in the Cleveland area? Is the Browns? That's That makes sense. Is Draymond Jones? That makes sense. Please sign that man. Or Delvin Tomlinson, one of those two guys. And Orlando Brown. If the Browns really, because you and I talked earlier, you were saying, ah, there's not really a, a lot of moves that we're going to get you going, right? Not a ton, no. If the Browns signed Orlando Brown Jr. And bid adieu to Jedrick Wills. Oh, I, yeah. It's the kind of move, and listen, I don't think it's a great move. Orlando Brown Jr., I think, is a much lesser left tackle than is a right tackle. But this is purely a $65 million. I'm, th- I'm pulling that number out of the ether. It's a $65 million win with the fans. Because one, it's Zeus's son, and a lot of us wanted him, and I think in 2018 when he came out. And two, it means getting rid of Jed Wills. 216-474-0092. The Deshaun Watson contract reshuffling. Restructuring it to open up like, what is it, $36 million in cap space? Is it is it sign of end times or nigh for the Cleveland Browns? Craig, welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, hey, uh, I was uh, curious about your comment about not needing an outside linebacker, a coverage uh, linebacker. Yeah, which part? So that uh, thinking that it's not as uh, important. Right? I, and I, my thought, uh, in was, fairness, real quick, I said it's like a finishing touch on the defense. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's as important as other premier positions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my my only concern with that. And I'm, I'm not saying that you're not right or anything like that, but I'm just thinking about, um, you know, Travis Kelsey for the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, they they lost in Tampa Bay a lot at that Super Bowl, a lot because of what was his name, Levante David, and uh, something White. like that. Yeah, David and White were were kind of interior linebackers together, right? But good coverage guys, right? I I feel like. It is a component that's potentially needed for a defense. Maybe a little bit more than a finishing touch, but, you know, I'm just concerned. That's all. Well, I appreciate your call, and I appreciate your concern. Uh, All right. I don't know if it's a hot take or not. The Chiefs lost that that Super Bowl because uh, the front four by Tampa Bay was great. Not because well, okay, and Dave that whole defense was great, dude. Davis and White are really good players. All right, we we do have some. Hopefully, it's a good one. Is it? Am I going to uh, be it's mad? Not great for the Browns. Oh, uh, why'd you have to do that? Should should we even talk about it if it's not great for the Browns? Oh, that's not bad. Uh, Ian Rappaport, actually, breaking news on ninety two three. The fan is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter by downloading the BetQL app and use Ohio twenty five to get twenty five percent off your first month. Ian Rappaport saying sources, Jesse Bates to the Falcons. I actually disagree with that one. I didn't. I didn't think it. I wasn't going to be mad if somebody outbid them for Jesse Bates. That that is a when you've got real problems in the trenches. I would have absolutely marked out if they had signed him. Let me be real clear on this. If they had signed Jesse Bates, I would have flipped my lid and been like, I would have gone way into Homer mode. That being said, him going to the Falcons, that's a I, I bet you that's a fifteen million a year deal. That's, Gotta be, right? That is a lot for a safety when you're missing half a defensive line. 
if if this means, and again, this is all we don't know. If this means the Browns are focusing their efforts on interior defensive line and they lost out on Jesse Bates, I think I'm okay with that. One, because I think C.J. Gardner-Johnson will be a little cheaper. Uh, will Epps from the the Eagles might be in play. One Thornhill is another nickname, and again, I or another name thrown out there for the Browns. I don't know any of those guys are on the. They're not on the level of Jesse Bates. I don't know the Browns need that level as much as they need a couple better defensive linemen. Mike, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey guys, maybe my thinking's backwards here, and maybe Dustin can shed some light on this. But I don't—I've never understood how, in the tampering period, on day one, all the big top-tier free agents signed. To me, I would think you know you wait to the you know the beginning of the, of the actual signing period, where maybe a team jumps in last minute and, and one-ups an offer. Um, I've just always been confused by that, and look to hear what you guys have to say. Mm. Well, so, I, I think it's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's similar in, in the NBA. I mean, the big name guys go off the board in the first two minutes. Yeah, and the reason being is money dries up quick in the NFL. Quickly. By the day you get, and we've actually seen this a lot, where guys kind of wait too long mm. and miss the money window, and all of a sudden they have to sign one-year prove-it deals. Uh, we do have some details here on the Jesse Bates deal. Four years, $64 million for Jesse Bates. What's so that's, the guaranteed money? Uh, it doesn't say that. It, he does say uh, he gets $23 million in year one. Woo! So that's $15 million a year. That's a great player. Don't get me wrong. Jesse Bates is a truly great player. It's actually $16 million a year. Beat your math. Okay. I was in the ballpark. All right, I didn't carry the two. I missed it by $1 million per year. Yeah, that's not great. However, um, Jesse Bates is a great player. Specific to the Browns, is he worth $16 million a year? I don't know. I do think it. I do think it's fair, though. I I don't think that. I mean, you you, th- you throw out those numbers, people get a little bit like shell shocked by it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really matter. Um, let me put it this way, simpler way. I wouldn't want Jesse Bates if he cost you a starting defensive end or starting defensive tackle, or if he cost you a quality player. Like if you had to move down a rung of free agents to sign Jesse Bates at that number, mm-hmm. wouldn't want him. Okay. 216-474-0092. Jesse Bates off the board to Atlanta. A butt ton of money. Four years, $64 million. Javon. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Javon Hargrave, off the board to San Francisco, one of the first big dominoes today, four years, $84 million. Browns fans, are you starting to sweat or are you trusting Andrew Barry and the Browns Brain Trust? Breaking news on 92.3 The Fan is presented by BetQL. Bet smarter. By downloading the BetQL app and use Ohio 25 to get 25% off your first month here. Get Guys, get ready to butcher the hell out of a name. Uh, Mary Kay Cabot just tweeting out the Browns have reached an agreement on a three-year deal with Ogbo Okoronkwo. Can you say it three times fast, Dustin? 
It's five times faster. Can you say it once properly? Ogbo Okorunkwo. I think you said it Runkwo. How do you say it? Just kidding. I don't know. You just wanted to use that line. It's a good line. Thank you. So um, if you guys remember, so this is a guy who kind of been a, a, a like third, fourth player for L.A. for a while. Actually had a breakout year in Houston last year. And if I remember correctly, I think he was one of the few guys to have a good game against the Browns here in Deshaun Watson's debut. If I remember correctly, Okoronkwo actually had one or two sacks against the Browns and was kind of pretty decent in the run game. I mean, this definitely feels like more of a situational-type pass rusher. Not a bad signing. Got nothing on this? I mean, how much did we really know about this guy? His name is Ogbo Okoronkwo, and he had five sacks last year. We can start there. Okay. How spell his last name? Let me see here. Let's scroll <laughs> up here. O-K-O-R-O-N-K-W-O. Oh, there he is. Yeah, there you go. He was definitely on my radar. As the first big signing. Is that a big signing? I mean, I would imagine that this is the kind of move that you make if you're going to commit big money elsewhere. And Ben Albright, by the way, uh, in the break, saying that the Browns appear to be the front runners for Draymond Jones. Okay, that's interesting. This guy doesn't do much for me. Why not? Five it's, sacks it's, would have him be the second leading sack artist on the Browns last year. Okay. You act as if I'm selling him to you. No, well, I don't know. I mean, you seem excited about it, but I don't know that we know anything about this guy. <laughs> He's a, eh, that's the level. He's a decent football player. What? So, like, what are the level of football players that you would actually feel like you know about other than like Draymond Jones oh I feel like I know like the top five at each position roughly okay they remember dude like I watched the Browns Mm -hmm. a lot of these other guys in free agency a lot of fans haven't heard of them well then don't you just look at the stats and well that's all we can do got five sacks last year which would make him the second leading sack right he was on the Texans by the way, when you, you mad about something? No, oh, okay. win a pair of tickets to the 2023 Summit Racing Equipment IX Piston Powered Autorama at the IX Center, March 31st through April 2nd. Get tickets and info at www.pistonpowershow.com. Text tire to 20357 by the end of the hour to get registered to win. Text and data rates may apply. Complete rules available at 923thefan.com. So if you're just joining us, the Browns have re-signed Ethan Posick. They have re-signed. Uh, that's a three-year deal. Sione Takitaki on a one-year deal, and they've just signed, according to Mary Kay Cabot, Ogbo Okorunkwo. And I guarantee you, actually, now that I've said it like seventeen times, I actually don't think I'm saying it right. I think I think it's Obo is how I think you say his first name. But again, I could be wrong on that. So uh, that is the latest up-to-date there with the uh, Cleveland Browns. Also, uh, Chris Fedor just tweeting out, Jared Allen 
with the eye injury that was sustained over the weekend, uh, was in the arena with the team wearing his practice jersey earlier this afternoon at Charlotte Spectrum Center. I have not heard for certain if he went through practice or not, but him being in a jersey doing some kind of activity is a positive sign. Yeah, Cavs panic meter went full tilt when uh, Jared Allen got bounced out of the Miami, the second Miami game, which turned out to be a loss. And then they bounced back last night. Was it last night? Time's a flat circle. The last game, they got to win. You know who else uh, time is a flat circle today? Who's that? Trey Wingo. Mm. By the way, Ryan Parenti saying uh, a C-plus signing for Okoronkwo. That's, that, I think I got it. Obo Okoronkwo. Yeah, I think that's about what it is. The Browns have made three signings. All of them are meh. That's good. I'd rather that than them, like, some of the money being handed out. Like, mm. again, $18 million for a coverage linebacker. No, thank you. Hard pass. Hard pass. But if you can afford it, then, then I'll go yeah, but, after it. But isn't that the kind of thing? Like, see, those are the – so, like, people who get up in arms about uh, contracts, eh, m- most of it doesn't do it for me. Oh, guaranteed money versus this, that, and the other. Most of that. But – you were just two seconds ago like, this is ridiculous money. Well, no, I think, but the point is, that's the kind of money. Like, you signed a defensive tackle, $84 million. Doesn't matter. If that guy gets 11 sacks, he's worth it. Coverage linebacker? Huh? Like, those are the specifics in, like, what is Chicago in? Year two of a rebuild? It, it, is it all th- about the fact that, like, is it all about the numbers, because, like, you can say, okay, if, if we get five, six sacks from this guy, it's worth it. But are there some things that maybe the player can bring to the team that are intangibles that aren't going to be recorded on pro football reference? Depending on the player, sure. And, well, depending on the role. Like, if, if, you, need, if you need your defensive tackle to be your best defensive tackle and he's an intangibles guy, well, you probably didn't spend money well. You agree with that? That's a, yeah, I can agree with that. Well, and it's also like the so the toughest thing to react to about the Okoronkwo signing is is he your third edge rusher or is he your second? Because mm-hmm. that changes things. Like I think this is if he's your third edge rusher, I, I we'll see what the money is, but I'm I can't be triggered if this is your third edge rusher. If they're going to let this guy and Alex Wright be your starting defensive end next year, well, that's a significant risk. Doesn't mean it won't work out. I like Alex Wright. He just gave you nothing in the pass rush consistently this year. So I guess everything's relative. Man, do the Browns need to make a big signing. I can can sense the apathy and frustration setting in. 216-474-0092. Give us your grade on the Okoronkwo signing. In fairness to what you just said, I guarantee you most people are in your camp. They They don't remember the Texans game. And that this dude pretty much single-handedly balled out and was like one of three Houston Texans who had a good game in that game. Do you remember that game? I remember parts of it. I remember him actually looking really good. He actually looked really good in uh, uh, the run, too. Difference is, he was playing outside linebacker. That's what's interesting. Is that they're going to be asking him to play more with his hand in his dirt here. Or I would assume they are. His hand in the dirt.